It's so easy to listen from home. I just tell my smart speaker, Alexa, play the Shake Back Sports podcast. Here's hashtag brothers of baseball slash Shake Back Sports show from Apple Podcasts, continuing the latest episode. Three seconds ago, breaking news on Deshaun Watson. Big Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games, Colin. $5 million fine, as Shannon Sharp just said, the largest ever levied against a player. Yeah. And a lot of questions now for your Cleveland Browns, your Cleveland Browns, yeah. and Jacoby Brissett heading into the season. All right, so there it is. That's the uh, news that came out earlier today uh, regarding Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games, $5 million fine. Uh, that sound, of course, was courtesy of the herd. Colin Cowherd himself and his co-host, that was not Joy Bryant. Oh, by the way, I am Willie F.T. Jr. Welcome to a special edition of the Ballers Report podcast, courtesy and powered by the Shake Back Media Group. I got the first lady of sports, her and Huddle, the lead host there. That, of course, is Rachel Hill. She is grounded in Cleveland, so I'm going to bring her in here in just a second. You know she's got some takes on this, as we've talked about this uh, on I guess I guess it would be okay for me to say our show since I'm on there quite a bit, but uh, her on the, her in the huddle Monday and Tuesday five to six Central Time six to seven Eastern on WOVU in Cleveland Ohio ninety five nine. We're gonna bring her in here in just a second, but again, thank you guys out there for checking us out on YouTube Live as well as Instagram Live and Twitter. So. Before we actually get into the proceedings, man, you already know what we got to do. You already know what it is. So, without further ado, let's go get it. Right about now, man, man, you're about to be possessed by the sounds. Yes, sir, buddy. You already know what it is when you hear that music once again. It is on big time, baby. Breaking news. Let me go ahead and bring her in. She is based in Cleveland. She is my sissy from another Missy. You can see and hear her on her in the huddle. Uh, as we said, Monday and Tuesday, 5 to 6, 6 to 7, Central and Eastern Time. She is the lead host of Her in the Huddle. And my good friend and friend of the Shake Back Media Group, none other than the First Lady of Sports, Rachel Hill. What's up, Rach? Hi, Willie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you heard, let me ask you this. What was what was your reaction when you heard the news that Colin Cowherd just expressed on the herd regarding your quarterback, Deshaun Watson, and the 11-game suspension from the NFL and the $5 million fine? Um, I was just like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> after the six after the six games was supposedly going to be um, appealed, we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, they knew that announcement was going to be made soon. Um, when you heard that, there were negotiations taking place instead of Peter Harvey um, dropping his um, decision. You were like, okay, you know, this should be good. But 11 games, um, it's a lot of games. And you didn't want Jacoby Brissett having to start 11 games for this team. 
But, um, you know, I guess that 11 games is better than the whole season or indefinite suspension, um, which was what the NFL was seeking. So um, I guess this is somewhat of a win. Um, It feels like a loss, Mm -hmm. but it's somewhat of a win because it could be worse. Because indefinite suspension, you got to apply for reinstatement, all that other stuff. Um, But, you know, Deshaun Watson is going to be quarterbacking for the Cleveland Browns this season. So, um, that's a good thing. It's not as many games as we would like or hoped because I felt like her suspension originally was adequate. Um, it's not what we wanted, but it is what it is. And uh, all everybody can do at this point is just move on and the Cleveland Browns can try to, you know, focus and start playing football and try to get some wins. And they now know what the state of their quarterback is going to be. Yeah, and I, I want to touch on what you said about indefinite because, well, okay, first of all, let me back up um, because I, I, I feel like I need to say this. Um, we are not going to disparage the Cleveland Browns, the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, or those ladies that were victimized by this whole situation. We want to make sure that we give respect and honor and credence and make sure that we under that they let that they know that we're not sweeping this under the rug by what we're going to be talking about here, because I don't want to get into the to the arena or into the conversation of was it you know, was it did he do it? Did he not do it? We're specifically going to be talking about the game itself. So and, and how it's going to affect the Cleveland Browns moving forward. So with that being said, uh, we want to, of course, uh, pay homage to those ladies and make sure that they understand that we're not forgetting what everything that they went through. But this is just not the show for that as far as do we think he did it or didn't do it. So let me just clarify that. And secondly, uh, when you mentioned, oh, and then another thing, too, is that he has to go through counseling and which I I'm, I'm totally glad that they actually implemented that part of it into the agreement, because I think where I believe wholeheartedly that that is something that needed to be in there where he's actually being not necessarily the face of this particular issue, but at least being in a position to where he could show some sort of contrition, you know, whether or not you believe he means it or not, that's not even up for debate. But the fact that the from the optical standpoint, it's going to look that way. And then, of course, the $5 million fine. Now, when you said indefinite suspension, that's something that we talked about before or her in the huddle. And me and Marshawn got into a big time about that because whether you agree with the six games or not, I was shocked when it came out with six games. And I had been on the record of saying that if it was going to be less than 10, I would be shocked. But I believe that if you do an indefinite suspension, and I didn't know, Rachel, about the reinstatement part. So that that actually um, would actually curb my my enthusiasm for that particular thought. So what what has been when you first heard the news and you being right there in Cleveland, what was some of the reaction of some of the people that you may have been around when the news came out? Um, I pretty much was by myself because I, <laughs> I didn't have to go to the office today. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, the various talk shows I listened to, um, a lot of the callers were not in agreement with it. Um, at all, and uh, everybody was satisfied with Sue L. Robinson's um, number, but most people weren't in agreement because they want this football team to win, and anything that hinders that football team from doing so, uh, they're against it. So, 
Um, I think a lot of people have moved on from this situation. It's a very complicated situation. Um, and they're fans of the Cleveland Browns and they want their team to win. So uh, most people were uh, kind of taken aback and felt like uh, 11 was too many. It's funny how you say it. you'd be shocked if it was less than 10. So you kind of got that number. Uh, I'm surprised it's an odd number. Usually, you know, the NFL deals with even numbers. Um, so it's surprising that it's 11 games, but you look at um, a bye week is included in there as well. Um, but you look, he's not going to be playing football until December 4th. And we are in August right now, um, headed towards we're in the middle of August, but heading towards the end of August. So he's not playing football until December. And his first game back is going to be against the Houston Texans. So a lot of people um, noted that. And that was something that I was hearing. The NFL did not want him to play in that game in Houston. But he's coming back against Houston. So um, I talked to one of my friends. And they actually had told me a couple of days ago that they were going to the Houston game. So now mm-hmm. that game... Uh, means a lot and uh, could be a lot of Browns fans there in Houston to cheer this team on. You know, and people can say that it's a coincidence or not. I'm not, this is, this is not what this is about. Um, and again, we're specifically talking about the, the suspension itself and our opinions and what this is going to do to Cleveland, to the Cleveland Browns football team. And you said it is funny that there was an odd number of games because it's 11. But my thinking is that the reason why they chose 11 or any other odd number would be for for the the, the Browns to have an, an even number of games of which he would be back. So he could either go four and two or five and one or whatever the case may be instead of three and two or two and three or four and three or three and four, whatever, the, whatever that number would be. That would be my only thought behind that. Um, so did you did you actually see the post actually because. This all happened while the Browns were at practice. You know, I think they're they're heading. Who are they playing this week uh, for the preseason? Is it the Titans? Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. So he was on the practice field when this happened and when it broke. And they were all saying that the agreement had to be signed in order for it to be finalized. And, and Diana Rossini from ESPN had reported that uh, the camp was going to indeed sign it. So immediately, or not really immediately, but after he signed it and came off the field, he was actually at the pre- doing a press conference himself. Did you actually hear some of the things that he said? Yeah, I heard that press conference. So the Eagles got in town after it happened because uh, I was watching something on Facebook and the reporter showed the buses. Um, so I'm not sure if they had practiced just yet or maybe the Browns had did individual drills mm-hmm. or what have you. Um, but, you know, they were there at the facility waiting on the Eagles to get there but yeah you know pretty much he was um you know he was contrite and you know offered apologies and stuff like that you know he's remained very tight-lipped because of the legal situation so you know he hasn't divulged much you know during the opportunities that he has talked but you know he continues to apologize um you know G. Uh, D and Jimmy Haslam spoke to, uh, the general manager spoke to, um, and they talked about, um, you know, uh, donating a million dollars, Cleveland Browns and NFL are jointly donating a million dollars each to um, sex education against sexual assault, all that other stuff. So I think that, you know, this matter is being taken seriously. Um, Deshaun Watson still states, you know, that he didn't do anything wrong. 
and um, we don't know what took place um, at those massage sessions. Um, he went through a lot of massage therapists. Um, it, you know, my thing is Deshaun Watson put himself in this position. Um, he's the only one. So um, it's a very complicated situation. It's a very difficult situation. And um, I think the outcome is what the outcome is. But, you know, he's all about apologizing now, kind of going on the apology tour. Um, but, you know, he's been very tight-lipped and very apologetic about those who, you know, to women and those who have been affected. You know, even the men, he was like, I'm apologizing to everybody, you know, for everything. I want to be a better person. I want to be a better football player. And, you know, everybody deserves a second chance. And um, it's time for, you know, everybody to be able to move on from this. You know, the Cleveland Browns, the you know, the fans and, you know, hopefully one day the women can move on as well, you know, and, and put this chapter in their lives behind them. But, you know, he's been very contrite and apologetic and things of that nature more than anything. Now. Yeah. And I, I was going to go there, particularly with the apology, um, because he didn't apologize, Rachel, for the actual acts. He didn't apologize for being accused of being guilty he apologized for his poor choices that he made so with that he's t to me he's, he's like a tightrope because uh he's 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 understanding of the person that he is as a public figure and you can't put yourself in those types of positions which really balances out in terms of him still screaming from the mountaintops yo i didn't do this i didn't do this i didn't do this but i agree with you um I think the NFL, well, we know that the NFL wanted the 16 games. They wanted the entire season. The Browns, the Browns were just kind of in limbo. We already know what Deshaun Watson's camp wanted. And in a negotiation, you have to come to an agreement. And you've got experience with negotiating just like I do. Um, you, you, uh, uh, each, each side of the table is going to give up something. Um, and that's just the way that a negotiation uh, negotiations go. Now, we got a comment, and I'm going to read some comments that I got on my Facebook page, Rachel, because there's some pretty interesting comments out there, too. And then we're going to get into the, the schedule and uh, what this is going to do for the Browns' chances this season, what we think they're going to do with Jacoby Brissett under center. Is there, is there a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo will be? I know you like Jimmy Garoppolo. Is there a chance that Jimmy Garoppolo will end up in Cleveland? Who knows? We'll see. But, uh, you know, you know, our boy, George B, he always chiming in, man. And we appreciate and love George so much. He says, I can live with the 11 game suspension. I can't live with an agreed arbitrator making a ruling, but not to the liking of the shield. Then why was she put there? Uh, also, was this their first case? And he makes a lot of points because that's what a lot of people have a problem with is the fact that. This was collectively bargained between the NFLPA and the league, but then the league said, no, we don't like this. So it, that's the hypocrisy part of it that we've talked about so much that we won't really get into in this show because, again, we're not here to really do that. We've discussed that ad nauseum regarding it. Well, look, that could be a whole series of shows in itself um, about the hypocrisy of the NFL. But let's go ahead and talk about the season, Rachel, because the first – the first 11 games, or, or I'm sorry, the first 11 weeks, the, the schedule is pretty light up until about week five. You got Carolina 
in Charlotte. You got the New York Jets at home. You, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Then you go down to Atlanta for the Falcons. Then it gets a little bit real. So after those, the, the first four games of the year, from September the 11th through October the 2nd, with those teams, where do you see the Browns record-wise at the uh, fifth, fifth week of the season? Um, It's hard to predict. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Jacoby Brissett, who excuse me, has been in a couple different systems. You know, he's been with the um, – New England Patriots, he's been with the Indianapolis Colts, and this is a good team, you know. Um, there are some issues at wide receiver, obviously, that I think will be straightened out. They just picked somebody up off of a, um, a waiver the other day. I forgot his name, but he's the receiver um, slash kick returner, um, and, you know, we lost our kick returner, so that was huge. Um, but, you know, you hope that you have developed these receivers and Anthony Schwartz, I know that, you know, there's a lot of negative talk about him because he has issues dropping the ball. You know, football is not his first sport. It's track. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a speedy guy, but he has to learn how to catch that ball. Um, if you can, you know, make sure that everybody is on the same page rhythm-wise, I think that they can win some of these games. I don't necessarily see them um, winning the Chargers game. Let me uh, look at the schedule right quick. I, I got, I got it right here actually. So, the Chargers game is Week Five, and then that's what I was saying. It gets real after that. You got the Chargers in Week in Week Five at home. You have the Patriots in Week Six at home. You go on the road to Baltimore, uh, and then Week Eight you're home to Cincinnati. Week Nine is the bye week, and then you got two road games at Miami, at Buffalo, home to Tampa. And Deshaun Watson comes back on December the 4th as they go down to Houston and take on the Texans. And we can on, look, and I'm going to read a couple of comments because I got somebody uh, that's that I went to high school with that actually lives in Houston. And he did. He, he put a, a very profound comment. So, look, to me, it, it, they, they have to win those first four games. They have to go four and oh, and they mm-hmm. absolutely have to. Your thoughts. They, they can. They absolutely can. You know, the schedule was built up you know, front end with these games that are absolutely winnable because you got teams that are on the downside. Um, You never know because the Pittsburgh Steelers always, even when they're down, they always perform well against the Cleveland Browns. Um, But things are different, you know, because we don't have that quarterback. You know, you have Jacoby Brissett who, you know, you want him to be a game manager and manage your games. You don't want him doing too much. You don't want him doing too little. Um, but you know, it, it definitely gets tough after those, um, those games, those first four games. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a toss up, you know, if they, they can come out, I mean, um, the Patriots, you know, that, that's a tough game. Bill Belichick, you know, <laughs> wants to murder us every time he plays us because of what happened in Cleveland with, you know, being fired. But I'm like, if anything, you know, yes, you have this firing on your resume, but you have all these championships. So you went on and done wonderful things. So you kind of should be thanking the Cleveland Browns for getting rid of you. You don't mean um, that. that. You don't Parker. mean that. You don't mean that. <laughs> you don't yeah, mean that. yeah. He, he made out great out of the deal. What is he talking about? But you 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 don't mean you don't really mean that he should be thanking the Cleveland Browns. He's not gonna do that. You know that. That's Bill Belichick. Yeah, but he do it. He ain't even he didn't even he didn't even thank Tom Brady for all those Super Bowls, so whatever. But anyway, go ahead. 
Bill is ordering. Um, <laughs> that you were looking at that Chargers game to be a revenge game because of how that game went last season, which you know we were leading and should have won, and unfortunately gave that lead up. So you were looking for that to be a revenge game. So that is going to be a tough game. Um, that's a toss up. Um, Justin Herbert, you know, if he comes in here and do his thing, that could be a problem. Um, the Ravens, Lamar is always a challenge for us, and right now he's going through contract. Uh, contract situation so that's always a tough game and we are in Baltimore so um, it all depends we've been able to win in Baltimore before but it's very far in between Mm -hmm. Um, next we have the AFC uh, champions and the Bengals and um, that is on Halloween night that is a Monday night football game so that game could kind of be difficult because last year the Cleveland Browns swept Cincinnati so Cincinnati's going to be looking for a revenge against the team that beat them two times. You know, you have Joe, not Joe, uh, I'll say Joe Flacco, but Joe Burrow, you know, coming back, coming off of an excellent season. And, you know, I think that they're seeking revenge. So that definitely could be a tough game. Um, they should be able to beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins are terrible. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. No, the Dolphins are not terrible. Did you, see what the, did you see what the Dolphins did in the offseason? They're not terrible, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, they should be able to beat the Dolphins, um, despite you know what I said of them being terrible or not. They should be able to beat the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, um, that's going to be a tough game. You know, the Buff- they are at Buffalo, which is a tough place to play. Um, last time they played Buffalo, they beat Buffalo. So this uh, could be a little bit of revenge for the Buffalo Bills. And um, Josh Allen, you know, is a great quarterback and. Um, I, I could easily see this being a loss. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I don't know where Tom Brady is at. People should put out an APB for him, but um, he always plays well against the Cleveland Browns, so that should be a loss. Um, and then he and comes back. Huh? And then he comes back for week 13. Uh, yeah, and uh, they should be able to win that game against the Texans. The Texans are not a good team. Um, so... Because um, remember, we have played the schedule game with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And now that schedule change game changes without him. Mm-hmm. So um, they should be able to beat the Texans. Uh, they'll be playing the next week. They'll be playing the bank. That's going to be a huge game. Um, there's going to be so many people there. Um, there were a lot of chants in Jacksonville. Uh, a lot of There's going to be a lot of chants in Texas and a lot of booze. I'm excited to see how many, you know, um, Browns fans might show up. It's definitely not going to be as many, you know, Browns fans there as Texan fans, but I imagine that's going to be a huge ticket in Houston for that game. Yeah. Um, And, and, and let me, let me interrupt you for just a second, because um, I wanted to ask you a question in regard to who has the better quarterback from week one to week 13 or week 12, rather. So, basically, it's the Cleveland Browns quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, against <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Who would you say has the better better quarterback in that matchup? Uh, I would say uh, the um, Carolina Panthers. Okay, so the next week is Mac, or um, not Mac Jones. It's uh, the kid from, from uh, New York. I can't even think of his name. The quarterback there, Jacoby Brissett, versus Zach Wilson. Who's the better quarterback in that matchup? Um I would say that's a tough one. 
a slight edge to Zach Wilson. Ooh, that's kind of surprising. So the reason why I'm doing this is because week three against the Steelers is Jacoby Brissett. Again, it'll be Jacoby Brissett and Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, The Falcons in week four will be uh, Brissett against um, Marcus Mariota. Week six, it'll be Justin Herbert. Week, I'm sorry, week five, it'll be Justin Herbert. Week, week six, it'll be Mac Jones. Week seven, it'll be Lamar Jackson. Week eight, it'll be Joe Burrow. Week nine, it will be Tua. Week 11 will be Josh Allen. Week 12 will be Tom Brady. So in those 12 matchups or in those 11 games, the, Bra- the Browns may only have the quarterback edge in possibly two, maybe three of those games. That's troubling. That's very okay. troubling. They're gonna have, yeah. So they're gonna have to rely heavily on well, Kareem Hunt. Is he gonna run with authority? Because I understand he's not happy with his current deal. He is in camp though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he, oh. Says, he did the hold in for one day. Okay, so, so participating, and if he want another deal, you auditioning for all the teams in the league as well too. You talking about you want to be traded, so. I think he's going to play to the best of his ability and hopefully he's not injured at all because we definitely are going to need him. We're going to need Nick Chubb. We're going to need that screen game more than ever as well. Yeah, Nick Chubb, Deonis Johnson, and uh, Kareem Hunt make a very yeah. much a formidable backfield. And, and Joko is one of the top 10 tight or I would say top 15 tight ends in the league. The defense is going to have to – rip- to 15? Okay, I'll give him 12. I'll give him top 12. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him top 12. And then, of course, that defense is going to have to really, really, really come into play. They underperformed yeah. a great deal last year, um, and they're going to have to really, really step it up. Okay, so at the end of the season when Deshaun comes back, of course, at Houston, at Cincinnati, a home to Baltimore, home to the Saints, at the Commanders, and then home to Pittsburgh. I'm really interested to see how he's going to play. Um, I think he's going to go down to Houston and just put up a – well, I can't really say that because we don't know. The last time we saw Deshaun Watson in a meaningful NFL game was, what, 7,306 days ago, seemingly. But and, and in the last game he played in, he looked kind of bad. I was about to say 7,000. Not, not quite that many. Not quite that many. But you know what I'm saying, though. It just seems like it, it probably feels like him is going to be that long. So I, I don't even want to get into what I think or what we think is going to happen those last games when he's there because I think we need to see what he looks like against Houston. Um, and then we can kind of gauge from there. So it's just crazy how this is going to uh, affect the Browns team that many people think that with Deshaun Watson is a viable Super Bowl contender. Now, let me ask you this before we get up out of here. Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna tr- is is supposedly gonna be out there and available because I think the 49ers have uh I want to say 11 or 12 days to either waive him or trade him or his salary is gonna hit the cap. Any chance what okay, let me ask you this being in Cleveland. Is there any inside information that you can share from anybody up there that you that you commune with? that has any idea about Jimmy Garoppolo possibly showing up in Cleveland? 
Um, uh, everybody's been pretty tight-lipped about that. Uh, the Browns have been very tight-lipped as well. Um, uh, some people are saying that Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo are the same quarterback, so there's no point in going after Jimmy. Um, the Browns have been adamant before about who their quarterback is going to be when it was Baker Mayfield. You know, Baker Mayfield is our quarterback, and uh, they showed that he wasn't because they got on that plane and went to Houston and got Deshaun Watson. So they it could be all smoke screens. They could be saying Jacoby Brissett is their quarterback and go ahead and get Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, it's about winning. They want to win. Josh Rosen is going to help them win. Um, Jacoby Brissett is going to help them win. I like Jimmy G besides him being fine. Um, I've always thought, you know, he was a decent quarterback and he's been able to get um, to the Super Bowl. So, um, I think that you could use him in his arm and uh it's gonna be interesting because they say they say one thing and then do another because they like they like I said, they said that Baker Mayfield was the quarterback of the future for this team, even though they didn't sign him. Um they but that's what they said and Sean Watson is here now. So uh, they could say one thing and completely do the opposite. Yeah, no doubt. And we know that the uh the NFL are basically professional fib tellers uh, and they will tell they will say just about anything to get us the media off their backs all right Rachel before we get out of here I got some social media comments from my Facebook page when I posted you know actually I broke this on I actually I shouldn't say I broke it because I didn't really break it but I titled it breaking news on Twitter before ESPN did so I'm not saying I knew about it before they did but what I'm saying is that I posted it on Twitter before they did and before a lot of other people did as well. I'm not trying well, to actually somebody who isn't I don't even think it in the media actually broke it because the NFL put it on his website at eleven thirty, exactly eleven thirty PM and nobody um nobody had it. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam Schefter didn't break it or anything like that. So it was somebody I think like a person not in the media to actually break it. So Ain't that nothing. I know, I know right? All right, so let me read some of these. Let me read these comments. Craig Knight, my cuz, what's up, big cuz? He says Mr. Roger needs to go. Of course, he's talking about Roger Goodell. Roosevelt Canfield, my big homie from high school, Perny, he said that's jacked up. Ben Roethlisberger raped two women, and his six-game suspension was reduced to four. Hmm, facts. Roy Winters, big bro, that's crazy. If we would have just listened to John Sally, or if he would have just listened to John Sally, I'm assuming he's talking about Deshaun Watson. He preached to all the athletes, don't fall for the okie doke. It's all a setup. There is always someone out there listening to someone else to get you, your money, your fame, and most of all of your character. Yeah. Yeah. Michael James Hamilton, who would be a part of the super show that we'll be doing, Rachel, on September the 6th. He says, I think he got off good. 11 games and $5 million for a for for being a serial creep is rather accommodating okay uh chanel redmond jupiter what's up sis uh she responded to to mike by saying a lot of men should be fine and out of a job if they're just being speaking of being a creep okay we're gonna skip on because her next comment is like really really long and um i don't think we have much time (laughs) any more time so let's see uh chris elam he's actually in houston rachel he lives down there we were teammates in high school, basketball teammates. He said he might get more and louder boos than any Astros player has received since Major League Baseball made an example out of them 
and not their beloved Yankees and Red Sox. Poetic justice that he would return to the field the week the Browns played the Texans. He said it would be relentless. And you spoke on that a little earlier in the show about how those fans down there in Houston will will be. And then uh, one final comment from George, still trying to figure out why we signed Rosen in the first place. He got a he got dealt a bad hand in Arizona, which is very true. But at some point, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna find out what and who a player is. And there were questions about Rosen coming out of college about whether or not he really wanted to play football, whether he loved the game enough to put in the work and the commitment that's needed to be a successful player in this league. So, Rachel, any final thoughts? Um, yeah, um, it's it's going to be an interesting season for the Cleveland Browns. Um, with Deshaun Watson only being suspended for six games, like originally it was supposed to be originally, um, the Cleveland Browns had a chance to contend and possibly make the playoffs. Um, but, you know, we don't know what Deshaun Watson is going to look like when he come back. You know, he was rusty in a preseason game. So, um, you know, the whole thing is uh, a word I use a, a lot is going to be interesting. So the whole thing is going to be very interesting to see how this team fares the rest of the season. And I'm, I'm in agreement. I mean, we just don't know what we're going to see. I, I think that if the Browns, by the time Deshaun comes back, are like three and eight, um, they're going to have to be really careful with him when he does come back so he doesn't get hurt. Um, but again, when we got a lot of football until then, and there's going to be a lot uh, of evidence to unfold as to what's going to happen with the Browns, not just this year, but in the future with their 230, what is it, two? Now he got $5 million knocked off of that contract. It's $223 million guaranteed contract over the next four years. So, all right, with that being said, we're going to get up out of here. For the First Lady of Sports, Rachel Hill. For your boy, Willie F. Teen Jr. This has been the Ballers Report Podcast right here on the Shakeback Media Group. Thank you guys out there for checking us out on Facebook Live as well. I mean, as uh, Twitter, as well as YouTube and Instagram. Make sure you smash the subscribe buttons and all new content for that bell. So, y'all take care of each other. Y'all hug each other. Y'all love each other. And we'll holler at y'all again real soon. Peace. We out. <laughs>